Welcome to Mormon Book Reviews, where an evangelical encounters the restoration. So I just want to welcome you to a special uh, episode. This is the first time I've tried this, and I thought about it um, when I encountered actually uh, this gentleman's uh, YouTube page. It's kind of a really cool niche thing that he's doing, and I thought, you know, there's a lot of people who are really interested in the history of the restoration, and, uh, and, and sometimes there's this little little channels, little niches like mine and his that people may not be aware of the other. And I thought, what a wonderful opportunity to actually have uh, us talking to each other and cross-pollinating and then cross-promoting our channels, which I just think is like such a cool uh, thing to do. So I, uh, I just wanted, this is my first time doing this as in this format. So I'm going to introduce to you all Robert of Book of Mormon Editions channel on YouTube. Uh, Robert, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. So um, we were talking briefly, and we've talked a little bit in the last couple of weeks and gotten to know each other a little bit. And uh, I think we've kind of shared some of the same uh, passions. I think in some ways we're the same person. <laughs> and uh, we love the restoration and its history, and we're fascinated by it. And so just tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what's your background? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm Robert from Book of Mormon Editions, and my YouTube channel is Book of Mormon Editions. And uh, the key phrase that I, I did, somebody called me about it, it's uh, we discuss um, printings, publications of the Book of Mormon. And uh, so I had a, a great interest in all things Book of Mormon. And uh, when I was after college, um, I was trying to decorate my new apartment and I had a bookshelf and I had a couple editions of the Book of Mormon. And so I was really excited to kind of stuff a bookshelf. And uh, shortly afterwards, um, I got a Christmas present of a specific edition of the Book of Mormon. So I was looking at that thinking, wow, that's a different cover than the traditional Salt Lake uh, edition of the Book of Mormon. So it kind of sparked an interest to kind of see different covers and uh, ultimately derived from being a book collector. So had a good time with it. Well, that's cool. Now, what edition was that that you got as a gift? It was the 2004 Double Day edition. Oh. Uh, President Hinckley announced that he would give the Book of Mormon to a third-party printer and uh, put it in like Barnes and Noble for non-missionary, non, -missionary, non um, uh, not risky, but non-Salt uh, uh, Lake uh, generated uh, Book of Mormon so that people could just purchase it on uh, in a bookstore. So uh, the Double Day edition. Yeah, that's a beautiful edition. I actually... At the time that it came out, I didn't really have the extra funds to to get a copy of that. I I, I got to get my hands on one of those. I'm sure I'll encounter one of the used bookstores somewhere. Um, so so that book kind of spurred something where you're like, wow, this is interesting. A new cover, different format than what I'm accustomed to. And so, what was the next thing you did after getting that? And, and did, did you immediately start collecting uh, other editions or what, what, tell me about that process. Yeah, over the course of uh, time, I started collecting a different, uh, different covers. What was interesting is going to thrift stores like Desert Industry, uh, yeah, Desert DI and uh, seeing kind of the books available. And I think the next one was like a 1950s. It was one of the first soft cover editions where it wasn't bound and hardcover. And so I was like, ooh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. And then um, seeing that there was different format in the 1920 version that changed in 1981. And so I kind of just morphed into being a book collector. I think what really was significant is when I got a uh, single page of an 1830 
uh, Book of Mormon. Um, my wife said, are you sure you want to get this? It's like, well, I might as well because I've got just about every, well, I'm getting everything else. And so I think I became official when I had an 1830 single page. So how did you get it? Did you get it from eBay or something or? Yeah. Um, this was years ago that uh, they were selling it. And what happens with the 1830 edition is that uh, it, it becomes older deteriorating and so they cut the spine and sell individual pages and so i'm a big fan of keeping it intact i don't want full volumes being cut down for single pages but um, if you find one that's you know badly damaged the single page or pages are uh, interesting to, to get as well yeah so what what uh, what 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 part of the book of mormon is that page from it's uh in alma where okay um the sons of Mosiah is talking to King Mosiah's father, and he'll say, he says, I'll give up uh, all my kingdom to, to know you and get my sins forgiven, and he falls down, and this isn't Lamoni, it's Lamoni's father, and so it's kind of the same situation where um, he faints, and then he gets raised up, and he uh, uh, um, praises the Lord for it, so it's a, it's a good story, one of my favorites. Well, that's, that's awesome, so like, when you ordered it, that they just that you you couldn't specifically ask for a page. They would just send you a random page. No, if you look at eBay, um, often there's pages online, and it's a specific page. It'll tell you the page number and what um, like what Salt Lake equivalent of versing it is. Okay. And so they just offer page by page, and so you actually get the specific page that you're looking for. Hmm. Yeah, I, I there's this other. Uh, book review channel called LDS book reviews. And I've tried reaching out to him because I told him, Hey, you're one of my inspirations. And yeah, I've heard back from him, but he, he does some interesting, um, uh, history about the different editions and how, like how they rebound some of the original 1830s by taking pages and kind of putting them together and rebinding yeah. them. Yeah. Um, that, I thought that was kind of a, a cool history. So there's another small YouTube channel I'm plugging, even though he doesn't, you know, he doesn't reach <laughs> out to me, but, but yeah, so yeah, it's really fascinating. Cause you know, in our, in our tradition, uh, you know, I, I remember, um, so I'm from just outside of Chicago, but there was this guy who owns this, like this huge famous cafeteria South of Indianapolis. And his big thing is his huge collection of uh, the, the original edition of the 1611 King James version. So okay. he would often like, uh, because he was kind of man of means. So he would like gift politicians and dignitaries a page from his King James Bible edition. Wow. And, and uh, so I just, I think of him when you were telling me about that story. And so it's so, it, you know, what I like, dude, is, um, you know, uh, I'm trying to bring um, reconciliation amongst our, our, our movements. I think that we have a lot more in common with each other than we uh, sometimes, especially evangelicals. We're, we're, we're not as open to you guys as you guys are open to us. Right. And part of the reason I want to have this channel is because I just want people to realize that uh, we're so much alike. And, uh, you know, you're, you're passionate about what you're doing. And I know people on my side are passionate about their collecting and stuff like that. And there's a real love there. You know, mm -hmm. you love you love the material, you love the book. And when I watch your channel, I see somebody who loves his Book of Mormon. I, <laughs> I love Thank how you. You, you, you have it sit there. You, you have the, it's the, the angles right. You, you, you're taking your time. You've done your research. You give details. And just tell us a little bit about... Um, like, okay, this is the book I'm going to review. And uh, what's the process? How does that go? Well, I, I, the format, I, I once started filming me kind of holding up the book and things like that. And I figured you want to look at the book rather than my face. So that's usually the format is I, I just do uh, the pictures of the book or background details of the book. Um, I, it's interesting as a, 
small YouTuber. I didn't realize how hard and how long it actually takes to do a book of a, a review or a, a video. I guess for every like minute of video that I have, it's usually about an hour's worth of work for me to do. So I never knew how long it actually the background took to to get all these things done. Um, so usually what I'll do is I've got a list of uh, editions either that I want to review or on my shelf ready to review. And then when I kind of pick one for either that week or that uh, the next one, I'll go through it, um, usually figure out uh, who it's published by, um, the format, um, how many pages, what introduction it has, if it has an index, um, some background on either the publisher or, or like the editor or, or why they produced it and then kind of go out. Often I have tried to reach out to um, individuals who have like uh, published study guides or things like that to say, you know, why'd you, why'd you produce one? And uh, the feedback has been interesting in terms of uh, individuals who've done study materials. Um, and so getting that all together and then taking a whole bunch of pictures and then collaborating into a, a YouTube video or a, a video and then posting it. So it's a process. I didn't realize how much it takes. You know, tell me about it. When I first started doing this, like, man, this is harder than I realized. And I'm kind of more, a little more, uh, I do a lot of research going into it and I write the review, but when I'm actually giving the review, I don't have a teleprompter or anything like that. Yeah. So I'm just talking off the top of my head, you know, but it's a little more informal. Uh, and then people are like, well, you should get more in depth on the book. Well, I'm like, well, the goal is to get the author on and then we get in depth in the book. You know, that's half the fun. I just want to give like a five minute little, you know, hey, I want you to check out the book. I'm not going to read the whole book to you, you know? And, uh, and so, but yeah, production is is wild, dude. I mean, uh, you know, the, the people don't realize all the work that it takes. To, and, and I like, it's a very simple format you have. Um, and, and, and I think that really uh, is the way to go for what you're doing. You know, people who are book lovers don't, it's no frills is the way to go, you know, just kind of keeping it simple and, and book lovers appreciate that. Yeah. I think I, I first started as well. I, I was looking on YouTube for um, like a book review of a specific uh, 1920 edition. There's an error in there that becomes um, important for book collectors. And I never saw a, a video on it. I was like, wait a second, there should be a video on this particular book. Or this oh yeah. 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 But because of it, uh, I kind of started that idea that said, um, for book collectors, if you're looking for a specific book, this is what you're looking for. Um, these are the qualities that you're looking at, and this is kind of where to get one. And so my YouTube channel started by um, kind of doing a book review for collectors, and then it kind of morphed into um, giving information on either third-party um, editions or non-LDS denominations, so that people can kind of get a general sense of um, looking something at a bookshelf or looking something at a thrift store and saying, oh, that's a unique edition. What is that? And, you know, I can explain it a little bit. So. So now do you go out of your way to like, do you just go like if you're looking for an edition, do you just go and pay, sometimes just pay retail for what it is on Amazon? Or are you typically or but what percentage would you say you're buying on Amazon and what percentage are you buying at thrift stores? Um, uh, <laughs> too much on both. <laughs> um, uh, I think I've tapered out. Um, um, thrift stores have been fun, but uh, usually they, they are picked over. Um, if I'm looking for something specific or, oh, this is a, what I need to, to collect, um, Amazon or specifically eBay. Uh, eBay on a lot of um, older books or out of print books or things like that have uh, been on eBay and you just either uh, bid them or, or purchase or things like that. So. 
Um, it's been fun. I have had a couple of people kind of say, hey, let me send you an edition. That's been very nice. And that's been very helpful as well. So, oh, yeah, that, that is cool. Yeah, it's, I've had publishers send me their books now. And it's like, wow, it's kind of cool when you make a connection yeah. like that, you know. And so like I'm, I'm holding up here. This is uh, we both have visited this particular yeah. church, uh, not the same congregation, but this denomination called the Church of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. One of the cool things they have is like here's third Nephi and we got uh, the words of Christ in red. Red letter. Very the red good. letter edition. And uh, it's it's kind of a, a cool thing. Had a wonderful time, as you did. Uh, you told me uh, uh, worshiping with them. And uh, so basically in your email, you said about 95% of all editions are Salt Lake based, but you yeah. kind of like the other, you know, you like the other ones are very interesting to you. So tell me a little bit about some of the outsider ones that you find interesting. Yeah. And Salt Lake is kind of uh, accounted for about 90 to 95% of all printings. They've done a really great job on, on flooding the book, earth with the book of Mormon and as they should have, but uh, in the challenge with a video is, or YouTube videos, is that uh, even if I give equal time to various editions, it doesn't mean I give, or it doesn't mean that it has equal weight, obviously, because Salt Lake is such the uh, large volume. And so if I spend time on a um, outside publication or a small printing or things like that, uh, I really have to kind of make sure that, uh, um, once again, the time doesn't equal uh, equal weight. Um, so, but I've, I've had a good time with, uh, oh golly, I, I split them into a couple of categories. Um, obviously the Salt Lake printings, um, either through history or the current ones, um, Salt Lake study guides where, you know, they're either found at Deseret Book or other LDS bookstores that are full-fledged LDS study guides, um, outside publications, third-party editions. Um, what's interesting is the Book of Mormon is actually in um, public domain. And so you have a lot of, uh, oh, relic publishers or replica uh, printers who take the old public domain and make their own copies. And then finally is a non-LDS, but uh, restoration uh, denominations, you know, Church of Christ, um, Church of Jesus Christ, Community of Christ, um, half a dozen other. I, and this is what is interesting is I kind of knew the RLDS or Community of Christ was the next biggest group, but there's actually quite a few that either have broken off or changed or updated their denominations so that they're independent and often they have their own editions as well. Yeah, the yeah, it's, it's so interesting reading about them and, and and like some of them are the record of the Nephites. You know, they even have a different name, and uh, it's just kind of cool their take on it. You know. And uh, I find it interesting. I, I um, there's a couple couple of editions. I first of all, I I think the the video that got like the most views is when you did uh, Rod Meldrum's annotated Book of Mormon. Yeah, and I like that one because uh, it it does go into Book of Mormon geography as compared to the Heartland model that they proposed. And so, if you are looking for um, Midwestern geography Book of Mormon, um, that annotated edition is really well put together. And I thought you did a really good job kind of given his background and the history of it, kind of educating your audience about who he was. I could tell you really put a lot of time uh, researching that edition. And uh, I thought it was, I'm actually going to get my hands on a copy of that. It's, it's pretty pricey. Now I'm, I'm probably going to see Rod when I get out to Utah um, uh, next month. So, you know, maybe I can work out something with him and get my hands on a copy. But, uh, and then the, there was, um, 
one of the more fascinating movements that's kind of happening within the restoration is a and it's kind of obviously very controversial, and that would be the, the Snufferite edition of the, of the Book of Mormon. And I, I noticed you tackled that edition as well. I did. And uh, and I try to, personally, I, I've connected with uh, their publishers, and they're really nice people. Um, it was an eye-opener for me to kind of research what they were doing and things like that. And I said, cool, okay, here you go. There's your, there's your video. And they were really nice. I got some great feedback on them from them privately saying thanks for doing this so um I, what was interesting i think uh, either their group or just through verbal um word of mouth um everyone like saw that and my count was way higher on that one than a lot of others so oh really yeah that's right yeah that one that was viewed yeah that's right yeah i notice anytime that there's something posted about them they the word gets around in their community real fast <laughs> <laughs> so, well, um, yeah, that's that's always interesting. You know, it's just so fascinating because, you know, of course, I come from an evangelical background. Where we're coming out with a new edition of the Bible every six months, if not every month, you know. Uh, so it's almost impossible on some level to do uh, a channel on our side because we're just making so many of them. But I think you actually have a realistic thing to really kind of have a comprehensive, um, you know, uh, a collection that and, and and give a real good detail that where you you could have covered a large percentage of the different editions and that must be very exciting to you. It's been fun. Um, yeah, I, I, and I think uh, if we're going digital and a lot of things and if these things are archived, I'd love to have just a record of um, you know one book per video and that way it's you know um, not say preserved but it's just a you know, leaving its mark on this, this particular edition. I will say the denominations that I've connected with and uh, all of the people, both non-Salt Lake and Salt Lake, what was it, what's been interesting is that actually the, their love of the Book of Mormon and uh, how either they've been influenced by it and they want other people to be influenced as well. And so it, it's kind of interesting that, uh, I'll go a little deep on this, that the spirit of the Book of Mormon uh, is not monopolized by Salt Lake. It actually is felt by uh, anybody who reads it, no matter which denomination. So it's been fun getting other people's testimony of the Book of Mormon. It, it really is, you know, and and that's what I find. So, you know, I'm, I'm friends with an apostle of the uh, independent branches in, in Salt Lake, uh, in uh, Independence, Missouri, and okay. and uh, we're good friends. And, uh, you know, I believe they use the 1908 edition, which you cover. Uh -huh. And uh, and then just getting back to our, our Pentecostal friends, the Church of Jesus Christ, I'll tell you what, they love Jesus, they love the Bible, and they love the Book of Mormon. Yeah. And I felt that. And, and it's... Yeah, and it, it kind of humbled me to saying, wow, these guys are, you know, they, they put their clothes on one foot at a time as well. well good for them. You know, I was really impressed that, you know, hey, that's the way to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and, the, and that apostle I was telling you about, like, we'll, we'll talk on the phone, he'll quote from the Bible, and then quote right from the Book of Mormon, he knows the scripture better than I do, it puts this evangelical to shame. <laughs> so it, it's been a real learning experience for me, too. And um, <clears throat> so what do you see, like, for your channel? What um, do, you, do, you, do you basically think that you're just basically, like, going to stick with just doing what you're doing? Have you thought about maybe doing something a little out of the box, maybe uh, review a book that maybe, you know, maybe tangentially what you're doing. I mean, is there any, any, any ideas that you have out there? Um, there's right now, there's enough material for me to have English Book of Mormons for a while. Um, I've been asked um, 
uh, should I do other uh, language Book of Mormons? And the answer is I, I can, but I'm not familiar with the language or their background. So I'll probably stick with English. Um, I've got, you know, a Great Britain Book of Mormon and um, things like that, but uh, I will give you a little caveat and maybe something for your listeners and a little secret. Um, I am scheduled to do, um, oh, illustrated Book of Mormons. Oh, yeah. There's actually a lot of pictorial editions and even some comic books. And um, I don't know the background yet, but uh, either there was a DC or a Marvel artist that was LDS and he created the Book of Mormon in comic books. And it is amazing. And so my kids love looking through that. Um, there's also some pretty cheesy uh, Book of Mormon illustrated Book of Mormons as well from like the 70s and 80s. It just, just don't work very well. But it, it'll be interesting reviewing that, especially on a, a visual uh, video like this. Uh, illustrated Book of Mormons are coming up as well. So well, that's cool. Yeah. You know, as a kid, we had a lot of like comic book versions of the Bible and yeah. Uh, man, they, they really do uh, speak to kids in a different way when you're reading it in a comic book form, you know, I still have a lot of images, you know, you know, in, in my head of like particular panels that I just remember so distinctly, you know, comic books are a very visual thing. And it's been interesting because obviously if the Book of Mormon was originally in 1830 just by text, um, I guess imaginations back then were pretty good that they could kind of, uh, you know, develop their imagination of Book of Mormon stories. And uh, nowadays, it's interesting that uh, there's some stereotypes of how Book of Mormon stories should should look. And uh, if you don't have that style of picture, then uh, it's out of the norm. Um, I'll tell a little bit. Uh, I had a friend who was an artist for um, um, Lucasfilm, and he uh, was an LDS artist, and he went through um, art school. And he says, you know, interesting, his art professor said that Nephi has to have a, a headband or it's not Nephi. And Lehi has to have a long white beard or it's not Lehi. And so those icons are just so ingrained with us that either you like pictures or you don't like pictures, depending on how uh, you've pegged Book of Mormon stories. Yeah, Arnold Freeberg's ghost has uh, <laughs> cast a long shadow. <laughs> yeah, Arnold Freeberg is the is the standard. So, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, and that's that. And even as a kid, that's what attracted me to the Book of Mormon were those paintings. I found them to be fascinating, uh -huh. and, uh, and and kind of sparked some curiosity. I mean, you know, I just dawned on me, Rick Bennett. He when he started out with Gospel Tangents, uh, originally started off to do an illustrated Book of Mormon for kids, and he had his kids do stick figure drawings in the Book of Mormon. So maybe. You can get, I think he sells them for a dollar on Amazon. So maybe you can get your hands on one of those and review I'll it. I'll look it up. <laughs> so, but uh, well, you know, um, Robert from Book of Mormon Editions on YouTube, I just wanted to say that uh, it was a real pleasure to have you come on. Um, you know, it's just kind of an experiment. I just like the idea of people who are really passionate about the subject that they they enjoy and you have your niche and you, uh, and you, you form community. And I think so often a lot of our smaller people like us, we can kind of cross promote each other and kind of broaden our community and uh, make things really interesting. And, uh, you know, I think that you've made the Book of Mormon even more interesting to me with your reviews. And, yeah. and uh, I, I really appreciate the time and the effort that you've taken to it. It's, uh, it's a labor of love. And I think that should be honored. And uh, I want to honor you for doing such a wonderful job. And I want to thank you for coming on the program. Thanks so much for having me. It's been fun. And uh, once again, uh, best wishes to your channel and uh, your viewers as well. So 
So uh, I would like everybody to uh, like and subscribe and ring the notification bell. Um, I'm going to provide a link to uh, Robert's uh, YouTube channel, and uh, you know, let, just have at it and uh, leave your comments. If you if you if you if you discover his channel via me, just leave a comment. Say, hey, I found you via the Mormon Book Reviews, and vice versa. Either way, Robert, thanks again for coming on. Everybody, have yourself a great day. Thanks.